Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Coop de Villa channel. I'm Scott Cooper, and I'm here with Tommy Lazaridis and Noah Fisher to discuss Everton versus Aston Villa from back on Sunday. Yep, uh, it was an away point. You know, two points dropped to a lot of people or a good away point to some others. We'll discuss that and much more after this. Okay, yeah, so we were away at Goodison Park. It was uh, Everton with the uh, hosts, and um, they were coming off a bit of a uh, bad run after they'd uh, picked up their points, to um, their four wins in a row to get over their deduction of 10 points. Um, Villa, on the other hand, we, we, we were coming off the win against Burnley, but we hadn't been playing the best. And I'll go to you, Tommy, because I think um, there was a lot of people online who were frustrated with this result. And I can understand that to a certain point of view. But I thought there were some positives in the performance, um, the way we knocked the ball around, the way we dominated the game. We just didn't have that final pass or that final finish. Yeah, and that being said, I actually think the goal stood or should, or should have stood. I don't know which one it is. Should have stood. Um, okay. you know, I'm probably being a little bit biased, but I think I think I've been hearing like you know if it's under four minutes, you know it should be clear and obvious or whatever it is. This was way out of four minutes, so the decision should have stood to to leave the goal. I mean, you know, we can't spend 15, 20 minutes trying to really you know calculate it down to the nearest decimal, right? Um, so yeah, it did, know, it did take too long. I mean, yeah, yeah, it was quite obvious that it was offside early in the replays. Um. I don't know what they were really looking at. Um, yeah, but, but it was offside, right? Off, yeah, look, it was offside. But if it's going to take that long to figure out, it must have been, you know, maybe a hairline difference, given it took that long to investigate. And if it is that, then the decision should have stood. I think there needs to be like a timer brought in for VAR. It's ridiculous. You've got a room of so-called professionals, probably some ex-refs. It's not like they're just hiring people off the street who'd probably do a better job, to be honest, because they're not as biased. Um, so yeah, I think, I think that, you know, obviously that was a bit of a sucker punch because hmm. I had, a, I actually thought we'd still go on to win it. I mean, Duran could have, could have pinched it at the death. Um, yep. was it, was it Cash's chance as well? Right. So we had some great chances. Um, the football we played was brilliant. I think hmm. we looked awesome. We really missed Kamara. I mean, he looked awesome on the pitch and, yep. you know, he's looked awesome for us the last couple of games since his return and. Like I said, frustrating. Um, mm, actually, had, I had a feeling you'd say something like, oh, I thought Everton played well. And Everton is not an easy team to go and win against right now. I remember mm. they were deducted points, and I think there's some further sanctions coming their way now. There's a second yep. wave um, about to hit them. So Everton have been playing well. They're a team in form. I actually thought um, when they brought on McNeil and the other fella, uh, was mm. it Gede, whatever his name is, I actually thought, like, you know, we're pretty lucky that the, I don't think they started their strongest lineup. McNeil's been a bit of a menace. I think he had some yeah. injury, but... You know, like Goodison Park is not an easy place to go and get a point, um, let alone three. So I'll take it. I think this probably just level sets a lot of things now. Go back a month ago, we're in a title race. Everyone's posting their bloody sports bets, yeah. And I think yeah. this is just level set everyone. I did see a meme, actually. It was like a car, and it was like the EPL top four, and it was like everyone except Villa singing, and Villa just like, ooh, it's like we're just happy to be there. Um, That's it. So I think now... Top four is realistic. I think, you know, we're quite fortunate. Spurs and a few others drop points as well. Mm. So there's still a bit of a buffer. Um, but on to the next. Like I said, it was a great performance. Just the points weren't there. Yeah, I mean, yeah, Man United and, and Spurs drew, which is a good result for us. Uh, Newcastle yeah. got beat. Um, 
you know, which was, I mean, City went ahead of us, but I don't think we're in a, re- a league with City, Noah. We're in a league with the likes of Newcastle, United, uh, Spurs, Brighton. yeah, maybe Brighton, maybe maybe Chelsea if they somehow got their act together. But um, I, I can't see it either, Tommy. Um, so, yeah, I think the fact that we we got the away point, you know, it's not a disaster. Um, the only chances Everton really created was that one attack where Emmy Martinez makes those two brilliant saves. Oh, and, and apart from that, you it. know, um, they didn't cause as many problems at all. No, not at all. And as you said, I mean, we spoke about it a bit on the podcast that were we actually in a title race? And I think the main thing we everyone says, we're just happy to be where we are. Yeah. And third in the Premier League in, in the middle of January. And I'm still absolutely buzzing with how this season's going, Scott. And yeah, I mean, if we got offered this earlier in the season, I think 100% of your fans would have said yes. If you offer them third on what are we now, the 17th of January, everyone would have taken it. But expectations versus what could have been, I guess... You know, tamps out a little bit, but yeah. going on, on going on to the game, Unai Emery's first nil-nil draw in the Premier League. I know it's probably something we have to mention as well. Very surprising. Yeah. 97 games without a nil-nil draw, which is uh, quite remarkable. For, for yeah. Arsenal as well, not just yeah, Villa. It's, it's, exactly. And it's, a, and, it's a clean, and it's a clean sheet. Sorry, no, it's like, yeah. let's not forget that. It is a clean sheet. All the defenders, including Emery, probably got their little bonus bump, right? Yeah, and our no, second, it, second clean nice. sheet in a row after the Middlesbrough win in the cup. True, true. So... You confidence know, is the key it's it's key mm-hmm. for us and keeping clean sheets should become a thing that we we do regularly i know that was our f- emmy's first season at villa he almost got the clean sheet record yes. um, and look how In far we've 15, come from that situation so um it's quite remarkable and then you go back to that save from the first save from calvert lewin there's a screenshot of when calvert lewin's running in on goal and you look at martinez he has his back it, to him i know he's running back he, it's, he was, it's, it's he was out of his goal, I think. And the, but the way that uh, he knew that he had the time mm. to turn his back and you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna be in good position anyway, um, just class. proves how classy he is. So yeah. And and you know just those the, one those one on one chances are very much mind games, and yeah. that's what Emmy is a leader. He like he did it. You know the famous one in the World Cup final against Colomani, like kept. Uh, uh, kept Argentina in the match in the in the last minute of extra time, or and um, he he's done it again here, just staying big, not not committing himself because very often the striker wants to see the the keeper kind of go one way or the other, and and then he will go the other side. He just stays big, and he you know he oh it was just a magnificent save. And the second one, um, you know Garner, I think it was that had the shot. Um, that was a great save too because he just made yeah, that yeah. save, got back up, and and that save was actually behind him. The second it was, one. yeah, I was going to say, I think that's a better save he in make, some some he, degrees. He, just makes, behind he him. makes it look easy, which is the funny thing, right? Mm. I know. Um, I mean, he is elite. He is in terms of like the best in his position. He is our best player. You know, it, it, uh, easily oh, yeah. there there isn't many goalkeepers in the world better than him, if any. Um, you know, I still think the guys like um, Kamara, Louise, Watkins are probably more important to us in the in the grand scheme of things. But he is absolutely epic. I love Emmy. And that was a oh. huge double save. And to think he cost us, like, was it sixteen million pounds? I think seventeen million pounds. It's like that's going to be. I know John McGinn. We all talk about like the two point three million pounds, whatever it was. But since we've been promoted, I. I get Douglas Louise, Douglas Louise as well, but those two are on par for our best like money 
bang for your buck. Well, money signings. Luis I reckon. Had the, well, Luis had the buy. Luis had the buyback. I, I think know, he yeah. was a, a prospect, but I think Emmy was kind of like shunned out by Arsenal. They didn't want him, right? Yeah. And you know, kind of look at Emmy's journey versus Luis. Luis's career hadn't begun. Emmy's, you know, we didn't think he'd be hitting his prime at that age, right? You could have said he's almost washed up. Um, well, I mean, Dean Smith yeah, just, as well. These are all Dean Smith signings. All the all yeah, these guys bring are, Dino back. Watkins, Cash, Consa, Luis, am, Martin, Ma- Martinez, all, all, um, yeah, d- d- uh, Bailey, you know. So, and all these guys are now coming together under Emery and um, really performing well. So, you got to say, and well done to Smith. Steve Bruce, we'll give Brucey credit uh, for McGinn. Yeah, yeah you got to, you got to, you got to, hey, Mister Cab, Mister Cabbage. But I just and- find it so remarkable. You look at that starting eleven from from Sunday mm-hmm. and there is one player in that team I think that started McGinn no 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 that Emery signed was it was another oh Diaby uh, Diaby started as well Moreno Moreno was a Moreno was his signing and yeah oh, so yeah. there's two yeah. so there's that Diaby Carlos as well no Carlos was Gerard. Carla, of Carlos course was it was Gerard. yeah Longley two. Oh, long lay, yeah but he's on loan, uh, right? Yeah. yeah. I actually thought he had a pretty good game, and I so did I. Long did. Ways, I didn't know he's. A, I didn't know he can play a forward pass like he did. I thought he, was, he looked pretty good. Good him and, him and Carlos were were. Um, I I think I put Carlos in my votes, but I didn't put Longley. But it was very close because I thought they were outstanding. Um, and yeah, uh, I gave him, Moreno. I gave Moreno three votes. I thought he looked awesome, and defensively, he really cut them down. You know, Harrison's not an easy player to keep at bay. A lot of energy, very electric. Someone yep. that we almost signed too, by the way. So actually, speak. Oh, sorry, go on. No, I was gonna say like someone that we were linked with. It would have been. Uh, yeah, agreed. I would have asked him to for be him good. to score against us, but uh, wasn't to be for him. I think he's a great player, and I think he could have been a makeshift left back if we needed someone to play there. Um, mm. you know, not that we don't love Dinier, but I think he. I don't know. I think he may be on the way out. I think it's more FFP related. I'm not saying we're we're in the mix of that, but you know, he's the highest earner. I think we can definitely shell that money out to someone maybe up front, whoever it is. Um, yeah, so Tommy, just okay. No, I was just going to quick, just a quick yeah, shout out. No, go for it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hog it for a sec. I got my mate Samuel. He's tuning in on Spotify tonight. So Sammy, sign up to YouTube. We always welcome more subs. Sammy's a big Detroit Lions fan, and they're kind of having a Villa esque uh, year in the NFL. Um, nice. They haven't won in all these years, and now they're through to the, the playoffs, whatever it is. And he goes like, "Guess time I was actually, he goes, I saw the EPL. He goes like, I knew Villa were doing well because like you were sitting second, whatever you in top three. I go, yeah, like we're actually in the mix, and then you know just a couple unfavorable results. But I said we're in there, we're still up there, we're competing and fighting. Because he goes, it's unreal, right? Our teams are, that we've that have sucked for years, Detroit, whatever Villa are, yeah. times ten worse, right? He goes, and now he goes, they're both having a bit of success. I said, well, we're not just having a one-off Cinderella run. I said we're actually trying to set ourselves up for long-term success and sustainability, right? Um, oh, there you go. So he's followed our answer too. So Sammy, thank you for the love. Good to see my mates getting in on it. Nice. Um, sorry, thank... Scott, you did have a question. No worries. I said, no, thanks. Thanks for all the new subs, um, Sammy, and make sure everyone, you talk to your friends and make sure you get us, uh, give us a like and a subscribe. Mohammed, Mohammed Adam, get all of Norway in it. Come on. We welcome all the he, was, he was actually at the game, Mohammed Adam. There you go, Mohammed Adam, inshallah. Yeah, let us know how that went. Um, Mohammed, because uh he actually you know, oh he sent me he sent in the Instagram page some messages. So while we're talking, I could read him out if you'd like. If you would like me if to if you want to read it out, go, go for it. So he first sent page. me a really good nice he obviously went to Goodison Park a bit early. So he sent me this lovely photo because every game they put the shirts that Everton are playing. 
Yep. Yeah. And then said, we struggled to break them down and the ref was a joke. All the Everton fans are happy with the point and it just shows how respected we have become. That's, so that's a very fair that's point. True. But um, the, what I was going to talk to you about, Tommy, was um, the big thing I saw floating around was um, a lot of people are saying that the teams have worked us out now. This is this is the big sort of thing going around that that Villa have lost their mojo, that the rest of the league have sort of figured out um, Unai Emery's high line and are sort of passing, um, you know, build up play and how to break that down. And the um, you know Everton did it quite well, but I personally disagree. I don't think they, you know, I thought this was a great performance. Yeah. And that um, we just didn't have the final, the final bit in the final third. So yeah, what well, are you I mean, thinking? I mean, sounds weird, but I think the front third's always been our lack. I think our midfield's pretty established now. Kamara, I mean, we probably do need some really good reinforcements because we realise how much we really need Kamara. I mean, it would have been a different ball game if he had played those three games. He was suspended. Yeah. Um, I think if we just get another lethal forward along, like I said, Ollie's great. I know he's hitting the form. He's having a purple patch. I think just having a consistent lethal forward next to him because if you can play Bailey. Diaby Watkins, I think we need an out-and-out forward. I think Diaby's kind of drifted off. I know he's good, but I think Bailey's outshine, outshine him. I don't know why, but I thought it'd be the opposite. Um, and, and yeah, look, to be honest, Scott, other teams are going to figure out the times it's going to go well, the times it's not going to go well. I think more times than not, like 60 to 70% of the time, it's in our favour. And yes. the fact that we can even pull it off 50% of the time, there is going to be a bit of leakage. But I have full faith in the great Emmy Martinez who can run with his back to goal. Absolutely. And I think, um, you know, Emery has, has, has the plan. We look like we're going forward. We, we, you can see what we're trying to do as a team when we have yeah. the ball. Um, it's a very about the, the sort of the patient build up, bringing out the, you know, Everton on the weekend, making them press us and then passing them around, getting in those little half spaces with the likes of McGinn and Diaby loves, loves to sort of get yes. in those spots. Um, and then it was just, it just wasn't really happening in the final third. And I think um, one of the criticisms going around for the weekend was bringing off Diaby and um, Bailey at the same time, but Noah. And yeah, maybe maybe those subs didn't really work. Yeah, I would definitely would have kept one of them on. Um, I think that they just add that that rapid pace. I know it was, what, 60-odd minutes, 70 minutes into the game. Yeah, I still think they still have more pace than anyone on that on that field. Um, they're so quick even when they're tired. So yeah, yeah I was yeah. a bit surprised by it. I thought one of them needed to finish the game out. Um, that's I think Diaby's brain that. as well. Diaby's got the brain. I don't know why we didn't leave him on. And and yeah. actually, uh, speaking of which, uh, we uh, I don't know if we're going to mention, what about the penalty, right? Now, mm. uh, he did get clipped, but he didn't go down. I don't know mm. why that wasn't reviewed. And I, I actually think the ref didn't have control of the game at all. Yeah, um, that 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 was an interesting one because everyone like on social media was talking about the Tarkovsky cha challenge, and that was a, a a ruthless sort of old school challenge, and you know it was pretty dangerous. But he did get the ball first and went through Diaby second. But the first one, if he goes down there, Diaby, I think that's a hundred percent given his penalty. Oh, and yeah. Um, I mean, I've played. Luis has a pretty good strike rate as well, so yeah. I would have backed him in for it. And you know, um, even in teams that I've played at, at sort of, you know, semi semis pro level, I I've seen guys that would have got absolute gone crazy at halftime or at full time at the player for not going down in that situation. You know, like just saying, "What are you doing?" Like, you know, you know, because 
I don't know. It's just the sort of the environment, especially with VAR these days, that, you know, you've got to kind of be smart. Like we saw John Duran do it against Burnley and, um, you know, it was, it was kind of soft, but he sold it. He sold it to the ref, that one, and the, and it was given. And if it's given on the field, you need serious uh, evidence to overturn it. And I don't. it wouldn't have been overturned because there was contact. I 100% agree with that. And watching it, obviously, live, I thought, oh, geez, there's contact there. And then all the focus went on the Tarkovsky, which I didn't quite understand why. But again, that's football. Um, yeah. I think, as you said, Scott, if it's given, it's... It's uh stays with the original decision. It wasn't given. We move on. Um, we still had other chances in the game that that decide the game. Um, later on. So, yeah. Yeah, and um, I mean, um, Duran, and Duran was at the heart of some of those late chances. He, had... th- he really impressed me, Scott, when he came on. Mm. He really, really, I thought he did really well. I thought, I thought he was. The, I really thought good. the opposite, to be honest. I think he's just erratic with some of his. Shots. He had. He had. So- I thought he added something for us to uh, in the game, to be honest. He's certainly erratic. No. Like he's erratic. He's, oh, that he's, shot that he plays over raw. the bar. He's raw, he's erratic, but he does kind of make things happen. He kind of maybe like a Darwin Nunes, you know, for Liverpool in the, yeah, okay, he can, you know, he can look like kind of silly sometimes, but he's got self-confidence. you you got to give him that. And sometimes, you know, you know, in a, in a game where like Ollie wasn't really having much of an impact, um, I think I think he did. Ollie should well. have come, but Ollie should have come off. I don't like Ollie and Duran. I don't think actually work well together at all. It's one or the other. And Ollie needs to know that like, like everyone can be sub. Like Bailey's accepted his position. Why can't Ollie? Well, if yeah. you have a stinker, just right. You start the next one, Ollie. Just give someone else a fresh chance. If you get three points, it's all right. It's a collective win. I guess it's like though, Ollie has got a few late goals this year, including Brentford. Yeah, um, Brentford. Yeah, yeah, you Bournemouth. know Bournemouth. Yeah, so yeah, so maybe that that was the thinking, well, and but yeah, I mean, I think at that point we could have just thrown on pretty much everyone, like maybe take off a a John McGinn or a you know or a Douglas Louise or well, take, go to, take, go to take three in the back, back, take off a centre yeah. back, exactly. Yeah, I mean, I don't uh, know, man. And um, when's yeah, back? when's Torres yeah. back? Yeah, well, that's that a good was point. interesting because I thought he was meant to be available, and then Jacob Ramsey was out as well, so. Mm. So yeah, yeah. that they're, they're not good signs because the, those two particular they their injuries seem to just keep going, keep keep going. You know they they come back for a couple of games and then they're they're out again. So yeah, that's on and off. Yeah, and the, the, they're not good signs because um you know we need them to completely up yeah. and firing because Hold on. you know they they give us something a bit different. Um, Ramsey gives. I'll take us... my hat off the car. I'll take my hat off the Carlos though, Scotty. Yeah. yeah. So honestly, I think he's been very durable. He's been, I think he's really improved this season. It's not easy coming back from his injury that he did. And then I think he re-aggravated it down the track, didn't he? Yep. And, um, you know, he's, you know, the first few games where he was starting, he looked a little bit dicey at times. Yeah. yeah. But he's really come on. And I think Longley's done the same as well in the Agreed. last couple of games. Like, you Big know, time. a couple, you know, about a month ago, people were thinking, oh, we don't want Longley on the field. Like, but, now you know I'm I'm fairly confident that he's going to do a job, and we've got two clean sheets in a row. But this next league match against Newcastle on the thirtieth is absolutely huge. At home, massive because we lost At them home, away. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's a six pointer if I've ever seen one. Um, we've got Chelsea, of course, in the fourth round of the cup uh, just a few days before that. Um, so that's our next game. But we've got a 10, 10 day break pretty much. Between the games, winter break, yeah, this weird winter break split round 
sort of uh, a deal is a it's a bit strange to get your head around, but um, you know, hopefully it it does us some favors. We get some players back. We you know we get you know a few guys with niggles, you know, can sort of get over it, and um, we can come back firing in those two two games because they're huge games. I mean, Chelsea, we got six thousand away fans for that one. That that sold out in fifteen minutes. So. Um, wow. Yeah, it's it's gonna it's gonna be a good atmosphere at Sanford Bridge, um, and you know what, you know if we can get through to the four through that fourth round match, you know we got a really good chance of going far in the FA Cup. Um, we've also got uh, some um, uh, some some news around the transfers. We bought this young guy um, from um, the Red Star Belgrade. Uh, what's uh, what's his name again, Tommy? Radelkovic or something like that. Nine million euros for an eighteen-year-old right back. He does look pretty good. I'm not going to lie. He's a good tackler. He's got he's mm. pretty rapid. So we'll see yeah, if he slots straight in. Who I've knows? just seen a few uh, YouTube clips of him, to be honest. And um, look, uh, Tonev looked pretty good in YouTube clips. So you got to you know you can't take a lot from that. Look, uh, I'm 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 back in Monchi and Unai. Yeah, me too. And um. You know, he's probably one for the future, but um, uh, we'll have to see uh, what happens there. Looks like Noah's the, having a few technical the, the, issues. The, the, the last the last fullback they signed in, Alex Moreno, yeah, he's probably a little bit more mature, but he's turned out pretty good. So I'm, I'm going to back this signing as well, Scott. 100%. Yeah, I mean, if he's as good as Moreno, he'll be a, a great signing. I, um, uh, I saw some rumours floating around building through Zaha and a few others. They seem to have died down. Yeah, Zaha, Jonathan David, we spoke about last week as well. Yes, I've called that, that, that last one, year. Yeah, that one seems to always come up every every transfer window, but doesn't look like that'll be happening. And and um, to be honest, that doesn't look like uh, much will be happening. Like normally we do our business quite early. Um, yeah. So yeah, I mean, maybe it's going to be a bit of a quiet summer. And there's been a lot of talk that we have to sell one of our best players. Um for FFP, I don't know how true that is because, um, yeah, I mean, I, I I wouldn't think that we'd have to sell anyone. We've we've um, we've bought quite sensibly. We haven't really splashed the cash that much, um, and we've had a few big outs over the years, including Grealish. So, um, but if there was a big out of Ollie, Louise, Kamara, Emmy Martinez, if we had to sell one of them, who would you prefer we sold that's oh e- easy uh, uh jacob ramsey <laughs> get about 60 mil for him honestly that's the logical one a lot of people picked okay maybe but what about the four that i i, I threw forward like that's what if, I was we, going on. if we had to if we had to sell like an 80 90 100 million player they're probably the only four come, that... i think this has come because uh, of the pressure on forest and everton again yeah obviously they're taking it very strict unless you're manchester city um of course they've said they've like set a date with the someone City. said i can think i can think of 116 reasons why i think if i had to pick one of those ones i would pick ollie i think i'd pick ollie yeah you'd get around 80 million you can get a pretty good forward for close to that money. i just don't think really we can replace martinez louise or kamara but I think yeah, we could go yeah. by a striker. If you sell Louise and Kamara, you've got to sell both as a package, right? Like yeah. you can, it, it, it either be Oli or Louise, I think, to be honest. I, th- I think it would I, I probably would say Emmy Martinez, but just just because fuck with. What's wrong with you? Just because 
a goalkeeper is a goalkeeper in the end of the day. I know they're very no, well. they're not. Actually, no, actually, they're not. Actually, no, actually, actually, you could sell Martinez and either go sign Jan Sommer or Yasin Bono. That's it. There's plenty of good keepers out there. Um, I mean, look at what Spurs did with Vicario, right? They got this guy no one had heard of. He plays for Empoli in Serie A, like, and now he's Italian, you know, Italian international and one of the best keepers in the league. I think that's harder to do with a centre forward well, or a centre midfield player, but uh, I would I hate I would hate to lose all of them, obviously. I'd sell Ollie and bring in Jonathan David for about forty-five. So you've you said that for you said that for two mil. seasons. Well, you, you know said, what I, the trans the transfer pages are linking us with it. Now, I think so you it said it on the on your first podcast. No, it wasn't the first one. It was, it was, it was yeah, about thanks, mid last thanks. year. I did find it. I did find it actually. I think it was early last year. All right. Well. Um... But, um... I think, you know, it was a pretty boring game. It was a bit disappointing to drop the two points. But, you know, I think there are Absolutely. positives. I don't think we should be down the dumps. We should be looking at the bigger picture. And in our little mini league of teams that we have to stay ahead of the to secure um, Champions League football, we it was a good weekend. We got the away point. We're back at home at Villa Park, the fortress in the league again. But we've got the away cup match so first, should we do uh, predictions for that one? Chelsea away. Do both of them, just in case. Well, I think we can. Um, I think we maybe do a quiz or something maybe next week. Or I like it. I like yeah, it. So we'll come back. I like it. We'll come back and do do a. Uh, just don't, a little, don't a promise the fans something that you might not be able to produce. Look, I, I, is, I, is it on or not? Is it on or not? I, I'm down. So um, if you Tommy, guys you ready to lose? You, you ready to lose, Tommy? Like we've got a quiz. Noah, it's going to be math related and around uh, Antalya sport. I'm ready. Yeah, maybe we can get some <laughs> uh, a, a special guest in as well. But um, let's do the the Chelsea predictions away in the fourth round of the FA Cup. Noah. Um, one nil Villa. One nil Villa. One nil Villa. Villa on pens. So it's gonna go to a replay, and then we're gonna beat him on pens. Is yeah. there replays in the fourth round? Yeah. Yeah, there's replays yeah. up until the. the yeah, I'll say I'll say uh two two in a replay. You guys are losers. It's back it in, yeah. Nah. So what's your actual what's your actual result for the game, Tommy? Uh, uh, yeah, I'll go 1-1. One, 1-1. One. One, one. Okay, so I've got 1-0. Yeah, no, I feel like, I feel like, yeah, like we're not really scoring high goals all of a sudden and that mojo's kind of gone and we're, we're having nil-nil stalemates. So, mm. yeah, I don't know. I think it'll be like a 1-1. One, one. I don't think it'll be too exciting. And I think Chelsea also play boring fucking football. They'll have like 50 chances they do, to bitch they? convert. They'll bitch then they only converted one or none. I like all it. All right, well, that's a good place to leave it. I mean, uh, yeah, disappointing, but... You know, I think we're starting to find a few little things defensive, uh, uh, defensively strong. We got the midfield playing well. We had a, a lot of possession in this game and we did dominate the game. We just couldn't really uh, finish our dinner, unfortunately. But look, um, we'll be back next week. We'll do a quiz and we'll catch up on some transfers. Let us know in the comments how you feel about the Everton match. If you think the teams have found us out is that true i don't know and any transfer speculation or or thoughts you have please let us know check us well, out you'd like us to be, well. or, or who you'd like us to bring in as well right realistically jared brown just saying <laughs> that would be pretty good i'd take him oh, uh, but look, as well yeah yeah why not we should have got him when he came from hull but anyway uh yeah but um till next time up the villa and we'll catch you next time Woo. later